1: Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And Tara's not here.
0: <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Very sad.
1: We miss you, Tara. We do, but we're carrying on without you, but you'll, she'll be back soon. Don't worry. Uh, so in today's episode, we're going to do some nerd news. We also have a special guest. We uh, we interviewed Ariel Wetzel. She is with the Xena uh, movie campaign. We talked to her a little bit about... Um, the latest kind of update given Lucy Lawless's promotional tour and stuff. So we'll talk about that with her later. Uh, but first, let's get into some nerd news. Nerd
0: news. I'm ready.
1: Okay, here we go. The uh, the Game of Thrones showrunners, David Benoff. I'm probably saying that wrong. Benioff ah. and Dan Weiss. <laughs> they just signed a huge deal with Netflix, uh, reportedly to be in the ni- a nine figure deal. It's a hmm. lot of zeros.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm on the fence, especially, and I forgot to bring this up to you beforehand. Oh, Another please. little topic, the fact that the OA was canceled by Netflix. Interesting. The show that I, I, it was different. It was a female, totally driven show in creation and writing and act. You know, the, the lead actress did pretty much everything. And I, huh. I just saw, I was saying, I bring it up because I saw tweets that I believe, there were several shows that were canceled that were either featured you know, like women showrunners. I, I need to look more into it in detail, but I just know that the OA was just canceled after two seasons, even mm. though I don't know if it had a big following, but it, I think it had a pretty passionate following. and right. it was different. It was, I mean, it had a talking octopus on it. I mean, it was different than anything that you're gonna see. and it, I right. love the show. I yeah, you know, I guess I'm not totally surprised, but then to to read about all these other shows that seem to have this big following by people. and then all of a sudden to announce this huge deal with the guys that are not, the most popular in public opinion right now from right. Game of Thrones fans. Right. I I still think they can probably put on a good show under different circumstances, but I, I don't know. We'll see. They've got their, like you said, Star Wars deal. They now they got a Netflix deal.
1: Yeah. So they are gonna they they have a Star Wars film deal. They're gonna do a trilogy. Uh the first one's gonna hit around 2022. Um and we don't know, you know, who these guys can obviously run a show, obviously. Um, and up until probably the last maybe one or two seasons of the show, people seem to all be on board with how good the show was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we you know we've we've talked about that. So there's, you know, there's there's lots of opinions about what happened towards the end of that that run. That being said, I am really interested to see what these guys come up with.
0: I am too. and I and if only for the reason that, you know they, I think they were a victim of having such you know full and amazing source material to draw from, and they did an amazing job adapting that. And then, when left on their own, they just couldn't equal up to what had come before. But and, and maybe they just kind of run out of energy too, they just wanted it to, to end so they can move on. But if they have a, pa- a project of their own that they're excited about and it's all theirs, they're not taking it from books, if it's all theirs from start to finish. So you don't see that change in tone right. and, and maybe a quality drop-off in some sense. But I, I want to see what they do. I mean, they obviously, like you said, they can run a show. Yeah. And and Game of Thrones is amazing. So, And Netflix must... I mean, there was this bidding war apparently going on between HBO,
1: Warner Media, Netflix, Amazon, and Disney for these guys. Wow. So they... I'm sure... They're doing okay. They're doing okay. They're uh, not hurting from yeah, the back- let's, a- backlash. Let's not feel bad for them.
0: No, no.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, so Netflix won that uh, that war, and they must have a lot of faith in these guys. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. We'll see what they come up with. And yeah. I, I hope this... I mean, the Star Wars movie, it's so interesting. I, I would never have thought to... to uh, I wouldn't have thought of these guys for Star Wars, for, like a trilogy.
0: But they can obviously handle very epic... Yeah. I mean, we've said
1: that those episodes are like movies. Yeah, They're, they're like features. So uh, I'm curious. We'll see. I'm,
0: I'll, you know.
1: I, I mean, I'm definitely, I, I will, I'm on board. I will watch whatever they come out with and I will go to those Star Wars movies.
0: I will go to any <laughs> Star Wars movie. I don't care who does them as long as they're, I mean, even if they're bad, I'd still see it. But Oh, of course. Yeah, so here's to them. Good luck. <laughs> good, good luck, guys. Last note. Whoever does pick up the away, if anyone, I will sign up for your service, your streaming service. If anyone rescues it, which I don't know. If
1: I've happen. I've seen the first maybe three episodes of the first season, mm. and I didn't. I liked it. There's no reason why I haven't kept watching other than like I
0: forgot because there's all this other crap on TV. <laughs> there's too much, <laughs> too much. But and I liked it. Red Marling is the one, the woman who put it on, and I just love her the way she thinks. And I just read some of her, you know, reasons for the show and what she wanted to, the world she wanted to create that. And, and she also did a show called, I think it was another earth where it's basically like mm. a, an earth that was just like this one with the same, something like, that. I it's, cool. it's been a year since I've seen it. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to look back into Britt Marling and see what else she's done that I may have missed. Cause I like her brain I like her talent so and i want to finish the oa and you finish the oa I uh, oh don't expect closure because oh, really it's a well, and doesn't end it, season well, two ends in yeah. a very interesting way and i think she had five seasons of story oh, that no. she wanted to tell and now and but it looks like it is not a cheap show to put on right uh but it was it's it was different I, i'm gonna miss it i hope it it finds a home somewhere and i can't wait for her next project are they but, shopping it
1: around Do you know they i don't
0: know okay i don't know all
1: right We'll Save see. the OA. <laughs> okay, next topic, Wendy. Mm-hmm. There's uh Marvel phase five rumors are out. Yeah. Uh so there's talk that the next uh the next phase, the th- next three movies will be Black Panther two, mm-hmm. Garden Guardians of the Galaxy three, and the third one, they're thinking it might be uh Captain Marvel 2. Uh hmm. but The Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, it's going to be James Gunn. He's returning to direct. And there's a quote. I'm going to read you a quote. Okay. He says, um, "This actually this quote is from an article on Uh, (laughs) CosmicBook.News. James has said Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will feature the last iteration of the team as we know them and that it will come after the release of Thor 4. Rumor ha- rumors have it the Guardians of the Galaxy three may feature Chris Hemsworth as Thor. So obviously Thor and the hmm. Guardians are now kind of intertwined, yeah, um, which is fun. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes. And to be honest, I'm more excited about Phase Five uh, because I love those are my three favorite um, Marvel stuff right now is, is Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Guardians. So I'm I'm excited. You're set. I'm good. I'm good to go. How, how
0: long do you have to wait to see those? 2022. Well. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find plenty to keep yourself busy between I'm now and sure. then. Yeah, I think it's interesting how Thor kind of, you know, cuz the Thor standalone first two movies were I guess I've seen them. I mean, Thor was kind of a big Thor and I love Chris Hemsworth, but I they were they weren't my favorites of the of the Marvel movies, but mm-hmm. then he kind of turned it with Ragnarok and and Endgame, he became kind of comedic and yeah. and I think he <laughs> Oddly, now fits very well with Guardians of the Galaxy, which is always a little looser and funny and, and the whole bit. And I think, yeah, it's a weird little mix-up that they, or match-up that works for Yeah, them. it's so good chemistry. It's going to be good. The two Chris's together are very funny. Obviously, Black Panther 2 will be really good. And, and Captain Marvel, which I still need to see the first one again um, with better sound. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I still, I, yeah, I definitely would plan to watch that again. you um, got to see more Goose. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I'm not... You know, I I'm looking forward to parts of Phase. F- well, now Phase Four. You've got what uh, Black Widow,
1: Black Widow, Hawkeye's getting a movie. Eh, I
0: don't know why. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm very ambivalent about that one. I gotta yeah, say, but ditto. but Black Widow, I'm on for. I'll definitely go see Black Widow. Sure. Um, and then and then the TV shows were in Phase Four too, right? Loki. Correct. And um, a bunch of other ones. Well, obviously, I'll have Disney Plus, so maybe I'll check them out because Star Wars is honestly giving me every reason to uh, get it when so. Disney
1: Plus drops. Uh, that's that's going to be there's going to be so much to talk about.
0: Uh, yeah, just because of all constantly, the, uh,
1: it's great. It's good. We're going to be employed on this podcast for years <laughs> to come. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. And now that that Disney owns Fox Studios. Now there's there you know the the idea of them of Marvel doing Fantastic Four movies about doing X Men movies like hmm. the everything's on the table now, so that'll be interesting to see if Marvel decides to do like their version of. X-Men. What would that look like? Are they using the same actors? Is it a new thing? Like, I'm really fascinated to see how that works out.
0: Yeah, I have paid more attention to X-Men in the last few years than normal because of The Gifted and all the speculation of Disney buying Fox and and what happened to The Gifted and what's X-Men going to do. And Mm. so, um, yeah, I feel like with Disney, I think they... They're just going to do their own thing. I think with Disney, they'll just restart up whatever they buy and ignore what came before. But they want their own clean slate to work with. Sure. Well, speaking of Disney, uh, Marvel Studios has confirmed
1: that they will be they will be at the upcoming Disney, sorry, the D twenty three. So if there are any new announcements about Marvel, it's going to be probably at D twenty three.
0: You know who else will be at D twenty three? Tell me. Me? What? (laughs) I will. We're going. What are you going to be announcing? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to announce that I'll be in the next Star Wars movie, but sadly that won't be the case. Uh,
1: so that's great. You can give us uh, you can give us an update.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll. You know what? I'm going on Sunday, and uh, I don't know what panels are on Sunday. I might can give you an update on what there is to buy. I might get some swag, great. make some merchandise. Um, but I will definitely give you an update on anything. I might. I'll, I'll have to see what's going on that day. So I think the big announcements are probably Saturday panels, but okay, which I can't get into. Got it. Cause I don't have a ticket. <laughs> that's that's a good so reason. So I'll not be checking the Twitter to... with everybody else. See what's <laughs> happening at D twenty three. But but you know I'll be there Sunday. So have you we'll see. Been to a D twenty three? Never.
1: Is it just like a? Con- it's like I a think convention? it's like a comic
0: con, but all Disney. Okay. I think I don't know. That's why was like I, I live here now. I have to see. I love Disney and I love everything they do for the most part. So you can tell us what what it actually is. Uh, (laughs) i will you're gonna be our i have no idea what to expect i really don't it's at the anaheim convention center so like i say i I feel like it's gonna be like a regular con right but it's just gonna be all disney and star wars and marvel and everything they own and pixar and so i'm excited i'm excited yeah it sounds fun well speaking of disney and
1: disneyland and star wars it's all coming together uh because disney runs everything because they are taking over (laughs) the world not not so subtly Um, there's a recent uh, bunch of articles out about how uh, Galaxy's Edge uh, has led, essentially led to low attendance at Disneyland.
0: Who'd have thought, huh? (laughs)
1: That's not at all what we thought was going to happen. And they think that's why, though. They think that, well, first of all, they restricted a lot of annual pass holders, uh, Mm. myself included. They Mm. said, you can't come during certain times. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can come, you just got to buy a ticket like everybody else. And because the idea... they were, they did so many new renovations to the park in anticipation of there being this huge uh, swell of crowds. I think it scared people. I, th- it scared me. And they're like, well, I'm not gonna, I'll wait, I'll wait till it dies down. And everybody's doing that. And so now it's actually a good time to go to Disneyland and California Adventure because nobody's there.
0: It's until now that they know that nobody's there. And, then and now that it's now gonna they're gonna, be gonna full. all so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that was, I never even ever thought I would try to go to Star Wars Land when it first opened. And then, they had the reservations, and luckily we got in. Yeah, to, worked to out. See it, but yeah. I would have stayed away for sure.
1: Yeah, because why wouldn't why wouldn't there be huge crowds? It's yeah. funny. I was talking about this uh, with a coworker this a uh, couple of days ago, and and she reminded me. She said, "Were you were you around here for Carmageddon?
0: And so <laughs> they
1: basically did. You hear about? I Carmageddon? heard about it. They were shutting down the four hundred five uh, in Los Angeles, and if you don't live here you should know that the 405 is is a main artery that that will get you from one side of LA to the other and it's actually a horrible horrible for you because it's so popular it's it's a it's a parking lot most of the time and so when they announced they're going to have to shut it down to build this new bridge or something everyone freaked out that it was going to shut down the city uh, you're not going to be able to go anywhere and so you might as well just stay home and everybody did and the, the, all the freeways were empty. I think that's exactly what happened. Like, people were so freaked yeah. out. They're like, well, I'm just not going to go.
0: Yeah, they all stayed home. And it was probably a really nice time yeah. to get around. Yeah, exactly. It was like the nicest LA's ever been. Well, uh, I wonder with Disneyland. They say the crowds are down by 3%, wasn't
1: it? 3%, which doesn't sound like very much. So
0: I feel like if you go, it's still crowded. Sure. It's just not I think they expected an overflow to capacity Almost, you know I feel like they they expected huge crowds and it's probably normal crowded. Hmm. But I don't know maybe it is maybe you go and it's kind of nice and there's not many people there. Yeah, maybe. Huh. I don't know. I'm tempted. I kind of want to go. Well, I have my California ID now. So oh, okay. I can get a season pass. I mean, let's, California pass. Let's
1: get that going. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm game. Um, I feel like when we speaking of Star Wars, when we get closer to um, December, when the new one comes out, I want we should do a rewatch, Wendy. Okay, let's start and start watch at them. The and watch them all, all in order, including um, like Rogue One. Oh yeah, and Solo. So, all of it. I think we should do that. It'd be fun. Do we start with four
0: or one? Well,
1: they just. There was an article that just came out on some little website, uh, basically telling you which order to watch them in. Oh, okay. And I think you start with
0: Phantom. Phantom. Prequels. Yeah, prequels. And then Rogue One. Rogue One. Or solo does solo where does Solo fall in? You're right. It's prequels, Solo, Rogue One, one.
1: New Hope, that whole trilogy. And then leave the, way the up. new ones, yeah. All right. So let's All in one day or
0: like space it out. Oh, let's space it okay. out. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got that ton of time. I don't there, think you can do it in one they day. They did like a, all the Marvel movies that led up to Endgame. Remember, they had like a marathon in a the theater, people like hanging out, watching it for it's hours straight. So cool. No, I would never do that. That'd I mean, like it's a great to
1: idea to kind of pop in and pop out, but I would yeah. I mean, you can't do the whole
0: thing. But yeah, no, we should just, yeah, I, a rewatch is perfect. I Let's love it. Let's do that. I think okay. that'd be a lot of fun. I'm on. I'm to be
1: honest with you, Wendy, I have not watched the prequels since they first came out.
0: So it'll be interesting to you see them again. You need to see again. them again. I And yeah, I will. I've this. seen them on TV. Okay. When they're on TV, I'll put them on. Okay. I haven't purposefully watched them. They're on TNT and all that they enough. They're constantly to, like, on TNT. You can TNT. catch them. You can easily catch them here and there. But so. I've, I mean, it's not that I, I, I've actually been avoiding them. Oh. So it'll be interesting to yeah, go you gotta, back and watch them. You gotta watch, watch, watch them then. Because yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, we need, I, I mean, obviously I've seen, in a, had Star Wars in my world enough to know that, <laughs> however this ends, any kind of loose bits or any kind of, call back to the earlier movies i'll be familiar with i'll get what's sure. happening but it'd be nice to have them all just immediately fresh like you said especially the prequels yeah i feel like the first three i know by heart, by heart.
1: we could probably perform them Wendy. i think we could it's hard to
0: watch them and not quote dialogue as i'm watching <laughs> yeah
1: because well it's part of the fun yeah
0: anyways we'll okay, do that
1: we're gonna do it, do it. all we're right it. we're gonna force Tara to watch them are we going too.
0: opening night i'm going opening yes. night. yes so if you're on board i'm going opening night done okay I think Tara will enjoy watching them. I think she'd be on board. It, and
1: it'll be cool to see her to to hear her perspective as well. As not cuz she's not as big of a fan as we yeah. are, but it'll be good to see what she thinks about them. I
0: remember uh, as I remember well. once I think it was when the third one came out and I was all gung-ho, she was like right before the movie started, she's like, "Which do you love more, Star Wars or Jesus?" And I was like, "Why are you asking me questions like this right?" She was go- she was joking. But <laughs> trying to get me some life perspective right before <laughs> i watched the last prequel <laughs> and because she, she was like she was in having fun but she didn't care as much about star wars <laughs> so she was like throwing random philosophical questions at me before pretty the movie deep. yeah i know it's, it's very like heavy. okay you know what we'll talk later too heavy too heavy i need popcorn <laughs> so anyway that was a i always remember her asking me that like literally as the movie's about to start or before the trailers whatever That's but funny. it was funny but um, that could be a
1: t-shirt who do you what do you love more <laughs> star wars or jesus um Okay, our last topic, mm-hmm. Carl Urban.
0: Oh, that Carl. guy. Who would have thought he has
1: had quite the career. Uh, so, you know, he's most recently he's in The Boys on Amazon, which is a really fun show. It is very fun, and um, I got to get through it. We haven't, I haven't finished it yet, but I will because I like it. Uh, so this this uh, website io nine gizmodocom <laughs> they've decided to rank all of Carl Urban's roles from best to worst. Are you know, most enjoyable to to least. or or yes. They rank them.
0: And uh, I think... We should do more ranking on this show. We do need we to need do things more to ranking. Rank. You know what? There's going to be more ranking coming. Okay. Lists and rankings. I love lists I and love ranking. lists and rankings. We need to find things to rank. And maybe some of our listeners can suggest some rankings. Yeah. What would you like to hear ranked? yeah what, what should we rank? <laughs> our expert opinion on everything. <laughs>
1: um So I think whoever wrote this article was a, clearly a Xena fan. Because Caesar
0: was ranked number one. Best <laughs> yeah. Carl Urban role. He was very good as Caesar. So good as Caesar. Apparently that was their favorite. <laughs> I noticed that, was his name Mal? Was that the first role? He was like 15. He was last. Yeah, Which is uh, understandable. His like, first appearance on Xena. He was, like, sure. It's probably one of his kid. first
1: acting roles. I don't probably. know. But it, he was pretty young. Yeah. So And it's, it's kind of a fun list. You should check it out. Maybe we'll link to it on the Facebook page. Um, but it also just shows you how what what a great career this dude has had.
0: He's done well. He's
1: done a lot. So he's done a couple of things, couple of the ones that stuck out to me. he uh, he was in the born supremacy. Mm-hmm. He was in the dread that judge dread uh, reboot.
0: Never seen it, but yeah, me
1: neither. Um, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, yeah, he's in the boys, obviously, Lord of the Rings, which mm-hmm. makes sense because he was over there. And then Star Trek, he was bones.
0: I loved him as bones. he
1: I mean, this guy he's he's. Uh, I am so I don't want to say I'm proud of him because I don't know him. But for someone to come from a little show shot in New Zealand called Xena Warrior Princess yeah. to like now he's in some really huge franchises. He's he's uh, a big it's, deal. It's really cool to see. I, yeah. I think it's great. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy very, for him. I'm very happy for him. He you seems know, like a good dude.
0: Makes it, it also makes me a little sad to think about where, where Kevin Smith would have been now. I think he was he – was, I know he was doing – or he was signed, I feel, feel, to do a movie with Bruce Willis. I forget the name of it, but it was like a war movie.
2: Yeah. I just feel
0: like Kevin Smith would have done well also if he'd wanted it. I also see him as the type who'd been more than happy to just stay home and be a family guy in New Zealand and do stuff over there. But I think Kevin Smith would have done well. He would have. he not passed untimely.
1: Because he has, you know, he has that, that he had that quality, that like action
0: oh my god so good looking so good looking and huge muscle guy from every account that i've ever heard one of the most nicest decent men on the planet tara and i when we are not tara uh deb when we went to new zealand and yeah. we meet people in bars that had worked with him or been on set for some reason because you know it's new zealand a lot of people had worked on xena or something yeah and we just heard story after story about what a amazing guy he was to be around yeah i think he would have been tragic very successful
1: i think so too i think he would have had a really really great career over here uh stateside
0: but good for carl good carl's, for carl carl's doing well he is is he the most famous Cena you know, alum that's well, gone on to Catherine morris had a run for a while let's think about this i mean uh, i and what's his name um who played barias Marton Saucus. I'm okay. probably saying that totally I, wrong. He he done some he was doing some stuff for a while. Um and Villain what roles. about um
1: oh god, I can't remember. She played Cleopatra. She then went on. Oh Gina, to, Torres. Gina Torres. Gina Torres. She's doing really great. Done, She has her own show right yes. now. Yes.
0: Good. Yeah, Gina Torres, definitely. Gina's is, up
1: there. But I mean, look at the movies that Carl Urban's been in. Like mm-hmm. he's been in huge blockbusters. I, I think arguably he might be I, yeah. the most he 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 came out of that show the most
0: uh I would famous. say so. And Gina has Firefly. She does. She's Firefly, baby. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, and, and she headlines her own show now. So, you know, she's she's a strong number two. For sure. put her at the second position of yeah. random Xena people. And then you've got Little Girl, who's a nice zombie, Rose MacGyver, Shiri Rappaport. Oh, okay. Doing well. Okay. Um, I don't think either one are, obviously, to, like, Carl level, but they yeah. came out of Xena. They played little kids and Xena, her young people. Um, I think if there's any other random... Right, I mean, Bruce Campbell was already kind of a yeah, Bruce was already Bruce. I'm
1: sure we're forgetting someone Hopefully. yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure someone will help remind us yeah. see if Tara
0: was here. Tara, <laughs> Tara. where are you? Call in um, <laughs> yeah, please. that shows you, know.
1: you know, definitely started some careers, yeah, it's great.
0: great show, but yeah, good, good for Carl. <laughs> good for Carl moving up the, you know, doing well. I don't know what he's got going on next, but I'm sure it will be more boys. I know season two's already get underway. That's awesome. So it's a good show. Check it out. If you like violence and (laughs) unexpected gore and uh, an irreverent look at superheroes, Uh, then check it out. Yeah, it's a good show. Amazon.
1: All right. When we come back, we're going to talk to Ariel Wetzel from the Xena movie campaign. You might know our next guest, uh, Ariel Wetzel. She's been on the show before. She is from the Xena movie campaign. Ariel, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. And I think you know why you're here. Uh, there yeah. has, <laughs> because Lucy has this new show coming out. Uh, remind me what it's called again, uh, Wendy. My life is murder. <laughs> I love it when she says that. <laughs> Uh, she, so she's been doing a lot of, uh, promotions, a lot of interviews. And of course the idea of a Xena reboot has been brought up and, uh, it seems like she is, uh, in the few quotes that I've seen, she seems like she's on board Ariel, What, what, uh, what are you guys seeing? Is this, is this a blip on the radar? Or are we just kind of where we have always been?
2: So I think we're, where we we've always been. Lucy has always said, yes. I will do a movie. I don't want to do another TV series, but let's pass the torch. And I think this is getting more attention this time just because she is on the press tour for her own new show. And as the press have pointed out, this is the first time she's been the star in a show since Xena. So I think she's just getting more attention and more um, amplification than usual. Though she's still just um, saying what she always says. Yes, a little bit more Xena, I'm willing to do. And
1: so... You know, remind remind us. do we know who actually owns the rights to this show?
2: So I believe they've gone back to Rob uh Rob Tapert. So I believe last time I was on your show I said I felt like the rights were kind of just the the excuse given as to why there was no more Xena. I believe that's been cleared up, um, if it ever was an issue because um Rob was working with Javier Grio, Watch, and NBC on the failed Xena reboot. And the rights were no longer an issue when that was in development a few years ago.
0: Do you think the increased attention, even if she's saying the same thing, but the fact that more people are hearing it, do you think that helps in any way or is, you know, it's just same old, same old? Yes, I think it will help. And I hope that it becomes trending
2: because about four years ago, Lucy said she got a phone call about doing a Xena revival. And the internet exploded and Xena was trending for like a week. Hmm. And so I hope that happens again because this is something that people still really want.
0: I guess what what would it take? Just the right people with the right money that want to do it? Because I believe didn't she say or Rob has really no interest, right? Didn't she say that in one of her yes. interviews? Yes. Uh she said that and
2: that's sort of me reading between the lines as well with what I've heard about the failed reboot is Rob wanted to do it and had a change of heart uh, for whatever reason. He said in an interview, I couldn't capture lightning in the ball twice. And so I think what it will take is first, Rob trusting someone else with his baby, and second, someone wanting to do it and pay for it. And I think Rob is the first step because I think there's probably a lot of great writers and producers and directors out there who would love to make a new Vena movie or series.
0: Hmm. I wonder if someone like Stephen Sears or another former writer of the show would be interested in, in being involved, even if Rob wasn't.
2: Stephen Sears has said he, I believe he said he's not the writer for the job. Mm-hmm. So he has a good relationship with the show. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know that anyone involved in the past wants to, though. Uh, Catherine Fouget wrote a script treatment for Rob years and years ago when they were initially talking about doing a Xena movie. So I don't know if she would still be interested And I know Liz Friedman is a fan favorite. She would be awesome if she were interested as far as people who are involved with the original series. I think fans would be really excited that she, if she were interested in coming back and she has a lot of name recognition now from some of the bigger projects she's worked on, like Orange is the New Black, that um, would be uh, bringing in the LGBT fan base who might not necessarily know about Xena because they're younger fans. So I know she's uh, a big name draw.
0: So weird to talk about Xena like that. The younger fans that don't know about Xena. <laughs> but I still feel like I know, it breaks my heart. It was like, well, it feels like a why, year ago that it ended. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. I know, it feels like it wasn't that long ago.
2: I was an, almost an adult when it ended. I was a teen. Um, but many years have gone by, <laughs> which is shocking to me. Uh, but that's why I like to do panels at conventions I've done a panel at Emerald City Comic Con and one at Clexicon which is specifically LGBT uh, queer women focused uh, because I feel like a lot of younger fans like oh we're the first generation to be organizing on the internet and campaigning Mm -hmm. for representation (laughs) and having uh, queer lady focused cons and I'm like Hey, I'm glad this is still going on. But uh, did you know we were doing this in the? Yeah,
1: when, when you, when you, when you guys were talking about it being kind of the like old timers, Wendy and I were both just shaking our heads, like, "Oh God, what happened?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> I felt That's like tough, I know flies. I don't consider myself very old, but I grew up on the internet, and it's amazing how things I remember being a huge deal, like um, when Kara was spoiler, killed off on Buffy, I felt like the internet exploded and now young people on the internet weren't even alive when that happened. So <sighs> I just like, where did the years go?
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, in, in the Xena days with the internet, I mean, that was like your big place for for news and going to the, the big Xena websites or the fan fiction or whatever there was. But now, it's, it'd be an interesting world if Xena existed during Twitter. Like, Twitter existed during yeah. Xena, I guess. That would have been a crazy thing. <laughs> I feel like things would have been a little more divisive and heated than than the extent to which they already were at some points but
2: yes i think they would have and something i've said before is if the show were on today exactly the same as it is now um or as it was then i think the show would be accused of queer baiting hmm. because Pro- yeah i oh, think fans yeah.
0: today totally
2: i think fans today don't aren't satisfied with subtext they want it confirmed or it didn't happen
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because back then, I mean, I think a lot of the reason, I mean, they, you couldn't do it. I mean, that I don't think they could have gotten away with it like they could now. Now you can do it. So it's expected that if you're going to lead people to think it's going to happen, it better happen. Or like you said, you're just baiting them. Mm -hmm. But back then it was like, look, we can't really do this, but look, we can give you hints of it. And so, but it, and it also kind of worked for the show that people could see what they wanted, but yeah, I don't think you could get away with it today.
2: No, I don't. And that's why I think everyone agrees that Zena and Gabrielle will openly be together when the show returns. And that's why they're together openly now in the current comic books that are coming out. Hmm.
1: Yes, which is actually I wanted to ask you about the comics, but also, uh, you know, stuff like that is definitely helping Zena's uh, profile, I would think, with, especially with n- newer, younger fans. Um Mm-hmm. So I think that's exciting, and also uh, this there's this documentary queering the script. Uh, yeah. have, have, you, you obviously know about it, Ariel, Have you seen it yes, yet? Or I, it
2: it hasn't. No, it hasn't come to my city yet. But I plan to see it when it does.
1: Same here. Um, I think actually. I think I just missed it. I think it was at OutFest in LA, and I didn't. I didn't catch it in time. But um, can you tell us what you know about that? And and were you approached at all for the uh, for that documentary? Um,
2: no, I was not approached, and that's fine. I uh, There were a lot of bigger names at Zenite Retreat than me. Um, so for those who don't know, they came to the third Zenite Retreat and filmed and interviewed folks there. And since I haven't really seen the documentary yet, I, I can't really say much about it other than uh, I am excited that they are paying attention to the Xena fandom because we have been doing this for so long. <laughs>
1: Well, when it comes out in more of a wide release, we'll, we'll definitely have you back on once we've all seen it. We'll sure, I'd be happy
2: to, to give my opinion after I see it.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and so before we let you go, you know, for, for diehard Zenite fans who want to see at least a one-off movie, uh, with, with the original actresses, you know, and I know there's only so much you can do every day. Uh, you know, what What can we be doing, the people who want to see this? Is there anything we can be doing uh, more that we're not already to get this thing uh, rolling again?
2: That's a great question. And so this is hard to do in the social media era, but I think we should still be writing Rob fan mail saying, let somebody make a Xena movie. You don't want to. That's fine. Please. We want this to continue because that's really where I see the holdup being. And Rob is not on social media. He has Mary D run his social media accounts. So when you tweet, she's just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell Rob. So uh, I think writing him old fashioned fan mail is Really, the way to get his attention and tell him this is what we want.
0: Well, it seems like we already we already have the perfect influencer in place with Rob, seeing how how he's married to the woman who wants to do it. <laughs> so I would hope I, yeah. you know, if they got an offer and uh, an interested, passionate writers that they felt like could do justice to it, and Lucy was, you know, it, it, interested in that idea and, and on board with it, it's like Rob, come on, let's just make it happen. I want to do. I need this to be happy, Rob. Yeah. And then, you I know, know it's
2: It'd be so interesting to be a fly on the wall. In, oh, yeah. In marriage oh, my God. Because she is the biggest champion for a reboot right. or a revival, whether or not she's involved. And he's the one who says, no, it's not going to happen at this time. And uh, married couples can certainly have different opinions, but <laughs> this is Zena, which seems to me like such a divisive issue. Yeah, I'm not sure why he wouldn't to want say. to. I'll it's
1: it's interesting. That? Yeah, uh, just, yeah, yeah. Th- w- just wondering why. What's holding him back? Um, and you know, I'm, I, the 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 thing that comes to my mind is George Lucas. So mm. he, you know, he he gave over the reins of mm-hmm. Star Wars to this mm-hmm. next generation of filmmakers, and I'm sure the huge payday helped. But if George mm-hmm. Lucas can let it go, you know, come on, come yeah. on Rob, just
0: give us. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what? Star Wars got better when he did. I love we, you yeah, George, well, we, we won't go. tell him that.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> well, not I'm that it would be he bad we never got a phantom menace uh version of vena uh so <laughs> if rob that was what rob stopped from happening i suppose i should thank him but okay. i also want Fair. to see him be willing to pass the
0: franchise on if he is not interested in well, yeah and i feel like rob would do a great job producer. but he just doesn't seem to want to so right yeah and you know. that's
2: fine he doesn't want to but he doesn't seem to want the franchise to continue Hmm. at this time either. Hmm. And the longer we wait, the harder it'll be to revive because Mm -hmm. it's been almost 20 years and that's about how long there was between Star Trek series. And I really don't know Hmm. if we'll get another chance at Xena if much more time goes by.
0: Well, we're on a ticking clock then, darn it. We are. We need to make this happen. But also, you know,
1: we are in the, the golden age of reboots. So. You never know. You, you never are. know. Hollywood is out of original mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah. So <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: like I said, if- I know it's, we all
2: know what a wonderful franchise it is. And it's just, it, it's really important to me that it be accessible and available to the next generation and a reboot or a revival. I, at this point, don't care which I just want more <laughs> Xena because the world needs Zena to be their hero in the 21st
0: century. I agree, and I think if it did come back in some capacity, it would be huge. I think there would be coverage of it, there would be interest in it. I think the the former reboot just didn't get out there in the overall general public enough to, to mm-hmm. you know, they didn't get far enough to even cast it. I think you get the casting going, and then that's when people start really noticing that, you know, that aren't the hardcore fans. But
2: Yes, I think a uh, uh, Zena... Sequel, revival, reboot, whatever it is that is good and well done will be as big and as important as Star Trek The Next Generation was. I agree. And that's a show <laughs> that really changed television and in some ways changed the world. And I think Xena has that potential, too.
1: Her courage would change the world. I mean, that's it's in the open. That's, <laughs> that's it right there. Well, listen, Ariel, thank you so much for joining us.
2: You're welcome. Uh, thank you yeah. for having me.
1: And thank you for being our you know our Xena reboot uh, correspondent and i'm uh,
2: happy to fulfill that role
1: we will de- will definitely be calling on you hopefully again okay. soon and we can uh, we can talk yes, some I hope more
0: we'll have some more some more news to comment on let's well, not hope it's gonna happen and we right. will have you back when it does <laughs> to talk about it because there's just okay. no way it can't it is happen only a
1: matter of time it is that's i love it is. that awesome
0: thanks ariel thank you you're
1: welcome and we're back well that was that was a nice check-in with ariel she is very insightful. I, she is, and she's very like very uh, pragmatic. She's like, yeah, yeah, don't get too excited.
0: <laughs> we're kind of where we Same were. Same thing they've been saying. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. the extra attention will help. But yeah, uh, you know, it's still it's just a, it Can't always hurt. comes down to deals in Hollywood, deals in the movie bit TV biz.
1: It's true. It's it, it, it it's always about money, right?
0: Yeah, but it just seems like in this day and age, with all the streaming services, Zena's a name that we get people signing up for yours. So even if it ended up streaming on one of these billions of yeah. streaming channels, yeah. I would think a property like Xena with Lucy involved, and um, yeah, I, I just think it would draw people in. That's, can't I can't lose. Like a lot of that's the streaming services want to do shows that will get people to, to buy, you know, sign on, and Xena would get a lot of people signing on to whoever got it. Yeah. I, I don't see, I don't know where it would end up on like regular cable TV, you know. I don't see a place for that, but I see, you know, cause back then it was on what, like, was it the WBCW? It, it was syndicated. So it was, it, was it was like wherever all over. That's true. Cause I remember Fox, uh, the station I worked at at the time, they ran it at like, at like 10, right after the nine o'clock news. No oh, funny. And yeah. then it moved. It kept getting later and later. Cause they put other things on. And then it ended up on like, what was it? CW, WBC. I so guess it was it was one of those. And it ended up Saturday afternoons for the yeah. last year or two. Um, yeah, it's a big syndicated show.
1: But no, I, I mean, it's a no brainer for me. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, of course, it would do well in a stream. There's so many streaming services. I'm sure they would, they would kill, fight for that Why show. Why
0: wouldn't you? Yeah. Even if it's just a one off. Only once a two hour movie. Give us a two hour movie. Do it.
1: We just want to see Lucy and Renee running around uh in New Zealand just
0: one more time one more time we just you know Lucy bring her back from the day Zena gets her head back <laughs> <laughs> <Their> that's own... <laughs> that's a that's a, uh it that has to happen that's a must that's like the first scene right? we don't need headless Zena <laughs> the first scene is uh Zena with her G- head back Gabrielle on. sewing
1: the head back on. <laughs> no that's morbid don't say that <laughs> tara That'd how could you say that take it stop tara <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: tara we're gonna turn your uh, mic off i know come on tara okay uh so we'll see i'm sure you know uh as you said we will have ariel back on when we finally when, get the reboot. i love that i love the optimism
0: i don't normally have optimism but in this case i'm gonna make an exception <laughs> because i feel like as i always say always mm. If Harrison Ford can play Han Solo again, something that I never had any reason to ever believe would happen, <laughs> especially the way he didn't even talk highly of the character most of the time, then if he can do that again, if we can get David and Jillian back as Mulder and Scully, right? Uh, there's no way we can't get Lucy back as Xena. Nothing. Once once all that happened, I was like, there's nothing that's not possible. I have seen things that <laughs> make me
1: believe. Seen, so I, I feel like it's, it's a couple of phone calls away from happening. It's, it's the right people s- saying, yes, let's, let's go, let's green light it. And then it's going to happen. Like it, it really is just a couple of people deciding, yeah, okay, we'll do it. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Yeah. And you we'll, know. and we'll be here for it. And we'll be very excited. We will. One, one last note. What are you wearing? Oh, I don't even know what that hey. is. Oh, you
1: know what? I'm so glad that you asked me this one day. Oh, good. This is a star Wars shirt. <laughs> Wendy's eyes just got really big. I don't, it looks nothing like Star Wars. This is uh, Star Wars in Japanese uh, characters.
0: Oh, yeah. Look at you. This is
1: on a, a website called Uniqlo. Um, they have a couple of really cool Star Wars shirts, actually, like licensed shirts huh. through Lucasfilm. That's cool. Very cool. And in the back, it does say,
0: Oh, there's the Star Wars. Okay. Star Wars proper. That's nice.
1: Um, I forgot I was wearing the shirt. Yeah. Uh, Wendy, what are you wearing?
0: I'm wearing an X Files shirt. Bring yeah. back the X Files. Love and, it. Uh, it says "I Want to Believe" on one arm, and it has just the X Files logo, and it has a nice layer of cat <laughs> hair covering the entire thing. <laughs> from, it's perfect. from pumpkin. It's orange hair on a black shirt. Uh, we haven't really talked about X Files very much. I we need to dive huge, into that. Yeah, we need to talk about it. Oh, just, okay. We're making a. That's the thing. Write it
1: down. That's going to be an episode. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was my. It's my second favorite show. No, third now. Okay. But. It's well, huge. I always say it's uh, my my Holy Trinity mm-hmm. is uh, Xena, Buffy, and X Files. And mine is Person of Interest, Xena, and X Files. There you go. So, two now, out of
1: three. But now oh. I, because I have to talk about it every time, uh, now I, there's a fourth. My Nona. Yes. Can you believe <laughs> it? I, I love that show as much as I love the wow. Holy Trinity. Isn't that crazy? That's saying something. I don't That's understand. I don't something. know what happened, but boy, did it hit well, me. it's good. It's a good show. I, love I can it. see why. I, I, you know. I just feel like a, I'm like a teenager again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's I'm so happy for you. Thank See, you. I just went through that with my show POI, so I, I'm ready. I'm fine with a break. That's awesome. I can't go through that, good that was, for you. That was a life changing, <laughs> open emotional roller coaster, and I'm I'm good to just casually enjoy TV for a while because that wore me out.
1: Yeah. Well, and I and I had been enjoying casual TV casually for a while, and now I'm back. It's like okay, yeah, I'm obsessed with the show again. It's kind of nice. Yeah, happy for you. It's nice. Um, before we go, I have something to plug. Okay, and you know. Because I'm a narcissist. Uh, so Penny Cavanaugh, who is the uh, the founder, she's the genius behind the z Retreat, friend of this podcast, uh, she reached out. They A couple of years ago, I was asked to go up and do a com- – I hosted a comedy night at the z Retreat. Uh, a couple of friends came with me, um, and they are going to broadcast that show, mm. uh, I think she said the week of August 19th, but check in. I'm sure they'll tell you all about it on the Facebook page. They're going to broadcast it from the Night Retreat Facebook page. Uh, we'll link to it as well. It was a really fun night. Um, my, t- my two friends did really well, made me look bad, <laughs> uh, but I, t- I do tell some Xena jokes. It's always a fun thing to do, uh, so check it out. It's pretty good. I will. I yeah. will. You're funny. Thank you, but my friends are even funnier. So, um, and so I, you know, we love Penny. So whenever oh, we yeah. can support her, we we're do. Here, we're here for that. All right, Well, that's all I got. What are you plugging? Got anything?
0: <laughs> what's no, ha- I got What's nothing. happening? All right. I wish I did. I've got nothing to plug. Well, you but, uh, will soon, though, right?
1: Well, aren't you going to be? Aren't you in pre-production for the new your new uh, the movie for the uh, convention? <laughs>
0: Pre production by that you mean we decided to maybe do something. That sounds, that's that's pre production.
1: <laughs> that sounds good to me. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: I got I'm fun. here for that. I can't wait. Nothing to plug, but when uh, the day okay. comes that I have something to plug, oh I will. Excellent. Okay. All right. So if that's it, I think it's time that we say.
0: Well, we could oh, say where on. where can you find us, but that's Tara's job normally, oh, and okay. I don't know what
1: to say. <laughs> well, you can find us on Instagram. I'm gonna I'm channeling Tara. Okay. Thank you for for stopping me because sure. I forgot to do this. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at She Nerd's Out. She, is that how podcast? you do the Instagram thing?
0: <laughs> we are helpless without Tara. Listen,
1: go on the Instagram and put in the little search thing. She Nerd's Out, and we're going to pop up, and you're going to follow us. I'm testing it now.
0: <laughs> she. This is uh, good. I can't spell she. S H E. Okay, She Nerd's Out podcast. Is our Instagram "She Nerds Out" podcast? Follow Great. us.
1: Follow us. You can also find us on Facebook. Uh, pretty sure it's "She Nerds Out" podcast on Facebook. You can send us an email at she nerds out at gmail.com. and do us a favor. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or any other way, what you can do is you can subscribe to our podcast and then you can leave us a rating. It really helps us, and it would make us feel good about ourselves.
0: <laughs> we need that. <laughs> Constant. I need
1: that. Uh, so please, please support us, and uh, so we can we will be motivated to keep doing this for you guys. Because boy, do we like doing it, and we we hope you guys are enjoying it as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. we do. We, we're right. here for you. We're here and for ourselves. you.
1: Yes. And so be be here for us. Well, am I forgetting anything else?
0: I think we're good. <laughs> On that note, she nerds out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things.